0: Hello, my friends. This is Andy and Hedia coming to you live from Yorba Belinda, California, as I fix my mic.
1: I feel like our bodies have been cut off.
0: Oh, remember you adjusted the,
1: oh, the thing for my yeah. interview? Yeah. So That's it's that. just the tops of our heads today, folks. <laughs> Those of you listening on the pod- podcast don't notice the difference. You, It'll be fine.
0: You are watching the Living Fearless Devotional,
1: part of ResurrectMinistry.com, harnessing the power of the internet to share the gospel. Everywhere in the world, uh, we have all kinds of content that uh, deepen your walk with Christ. Whether you are a new believer or a seasoned saint, we hope you will find something of interest. And uh, we love to hear, uh, to read your comments. So please drop us a line and uh, give us your thoughts, prayer requests, whatever it may be. And if this ministry blesses you in any way, you can click the donate now button.
0: Yes. Make sure you comment, just like Jan French just did when she said, Hi friends, Hi, um, let us know where you're watching from, if, especially if you're new, if you're watching this and uh, you're watching this live um, or you're watching a replay, just write a comment uh, in the, uh, whatever platform you're watching on, which is, could be either Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, or <laughs> Rumble, uh, but uh, comment that helps other people see it too, because the algorithms recognize that you like it and just like iris just did saying hello to everybody hi iris uh next what i want you to do is look down in the description and follow our um sponsors lifewise is one of those <laughs> lifewise is one of those and uh, they have great supplements i use them every day i use dream to sleep a little I bit had better to
1: sleep last night with uh, without it what okay, i panicked a little Yeah. No. i was at my mom's and i thought oh no what do i do <laughs> I don't have any supplements with me.
0: <laughs> and then um, right now, my one of my favorites is this Restore. Uh, it's fantastic for reducing inflammation. you think
1: information. to Relief Factor? Uh, I, so much I think it's
0: way better than Relief, Relief Factor. Okay. Or else we would not have, a good, we need, have it as a sponsor.
1: We need to make a cute commercial like Seth with his dog. Uh, this is relieffactor.com.
0: Yeah. Oh, you came pretty close to his voice. <laughs> um, But follow the URL, livelifewise.tv Make sure and use that one tv that i forget to be livelifewise.tv and that will let them know that you are one of our friends uh streamyard is the platform we're using right now to broadcast to you so make sure and check that out again there's a free version so that you can try it out and it won't cost you a dime but once you want to start adding some bells and whistles and reduce the uh, or uh, get rid of the watermark then uh, you just pay a little bit for a fantastic program our devotional is going to be reading from hebrews 10, 35 through 39, Hebrews 10, 35 through 39. And of course, currently we are in A.W. Tozier for the Christian leader. It's December 10th, and the title is Few Lovers of His Cross. And he references Hebrews 10, 39. It says, For ye have need of patience, that after ye have done the will of God, ye might receive
1: You know, you could change those. the
0: promise. (laughs) I got to read it the way that it's written. Okay. Because we're going to end up reading the other version, True. uh, which uh, they'll get way more out of than uh, trying to understand old King James. Um, Tozier says, when God needs a person for his service, a good person, an effective person, a humble person, why does he most often turn to a person in deep trouble? Why does he seek out a person deep in the crucible of suffering, a person who is not the jovial, happy, happy kind? I can say, I can only say that this is the way of God with his human creation. Ezekiel did not come out of pleasant and favorable circumstances. The light had gone out in his heart. He probably thought that God takes a long time to work out his will. Does not this same view surface in much of our Christian fellowship? We do not want to take the time to plow and to cultivate. We want the fruit and the harvest right away. We do not want to to be engaged in any spiritual battle that takes us into the long night. We want the morning light right now. We do not want to go through the processes of planning and preparation and labor pains we want the baby this instant. We do not want the cross. We we are more interested in the crown. The condition is not peculiar to our century. Thomas A. Kempis wrote long ago, the Lord has many lovers of his crown, but few lovers of his cross.
1: Lord, make me a lover of your cross as well as a lover of your crown. Amen. Amen. I think we need to define what he means by lovers of the cross. What do you think
0: means? that there's the people want the crown because it's gold and it's bright and it looks fantastic on our heads, Mm -hmm. but the cross is the pain and suffering that Jesus went through and they, they don't love that part of it.
1: Okay. Cause we love that he suffered, but we just don't (laughs) want to. Yeah. Cause you gotta be clear because we just don't want to carry our own crosses.
0: Christians are like our kids.
1: Uh, Yeah, they go.
0: go. They don't want to go through the 50 years of suffering for us to be able to be blessed with what we have. Right? They just want it. They just want it. Yeah.
1: And you got to give it.
0: Yeah. (laughs) No, we don't got to do nothing.
1: You don't got to do it. (laughs) Guilt you into giving it.
0: (laughs) So Uh, is that what comes to mind when you think of this devotional? Is that the first? Kids? (laughs) No, the cross, the, the question about.
1: Well, the, well, that's one of the first things that comes to my mind mm. is what, do, what does he mean that we don't love the cross? Because we love that Jesus went to the cross. We definitely don't love carrying our own cross. Mm. But then the second biggest thing, especially in reference to Ezekiel, because Ezekiel is Ezekiel's not the only prophet. I think every prophet of the Old Testament had to wait decades, if not over 100 years for the promises of God and when they take more than a couple of months for us we get very restless right you know so um every time i think about uh my greatest angst i think to myself well okay well when we were not you know ezekiel or daniel or moses is that we're not waiting that long um but it's still hard so hard. We're, we're into instant gratification. We want things solved yesterday. Yeah. I have learned, I hope, I have matured enough to know that I can't expect everything to work out as I want. That it's entirely God's sovereign will that it shall work out how he deems best and to believe that whatever it works out Um, is what's best. So I believe I've gotten enough wisdom to know that. But the challenge now is, are you going to, will I demonstrate the grace in going through it? Will I be patient and kind and loving and forbearing Mm. going through it? Will you? I don't know. uh, (laughs) Every day changes. (laughs) Some days, yes. Some days, not so much.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, some some of it has to do not just with what we try and figure out how to put this, what we think about. Like we we go, you know what? This would be nice if we had it this way. You know, we just think that would be nice. Um, And then as we're hoping that it's going to transition from this to this, one of our, whether it was one of our kids or a situation or a job or clarity as to what our future looks like, that our patience is, um, becomes less when we have other like physical ailments, like we're sick, but we have, uh, you know, things we like back pain and that kind of, that can change our ability to have patience.
1: So, so true. (laughs) So I was telling my girlfriend the other day, I was like, you know, I am, my physical state can so dramatically affect Mm. my emotional state. I hate it. Like I hate that it has that much of a control over me Mm -hmm. and I wish it weren't the case, but it absolutely is.
0: Yeah. And so when we pray, we want to ask God to help us mm-hmm. with our physical state so that we can have endurance. Yes. And patience yes. and kindness.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. I think I'm thinking about, I'm not sure why this jumped out at me when I was reading this devotional. <clears throat> Now, I haven't had a dog story in a really long time. Sure, and I'm going to try to figure out a way to tell this without, without you zoning out. Because <laughs> yeah, so you don't fall asleep on me. So I was this uh, young handler, police dog handler, and I was having, for whatever reason, having good success it, because being a dog trainer animal trainer had been in my dna since i was very very young since as long as i can remember and so here i am now a police officer i have a dog now i've kind of reached something really early in my career i was only like 23 years old 24 years old and it reached this this thing like this is all i dreamt about i'm working i'm getting paid a heck of a lot of money to drive around with a police dog And I just now wanted to show everybody that I was where I'm supposed to be the man, the the man. And things started to go really well. So then I was somehow given this window and I think it's, that's too long of the story how to get there to say, okay, let's show us what you got. We're going to allow you to go to Canada and pick a dog for our next canine at Anaheim Police Department. So here I am in, in Canada with some friends of mine where I've been now training, all throughout the United States, other police officers have to train dogs, and that kind of stuff. So, here I am in this position, and he has something like seven dogs for me to look at young dogs around a year old to two years old, two and a half years old. And see, and <laughs> so they had all these beautiful dogs, but there's this one dog that's super skinny that's kind of in the corner of a kennel, and you can tell he's got poop on him, Aww. and he looks like he's just a little mangy and just dirty you know canada's cold and wet uh, you know where it was it was and so there's a little bit of mud and that kind of stuff these other dogs are prancing around there there's almost like they're showing off for me as i'm testing them out in the field i bring oh, them out one at wow. a time and they're prancing Jacob, around and, yeah okay. and here comes this one named ronnie and ronnie comes out and he's going he's like i don't feel so good he goes you're gonna make me do this stuff but i feel like this is god i i'm not comparing myself to god but i i feel like how i felt like I don't know. There's something about that one.
1: Did you end up
0: taking Ronnie? Why why are you trying to speed up my story? Oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) So that's the first day on this green grassy field. The next test is harder because now we have to take the dogs. We've narrowed it down or I've narrowed it down because I'm by myself. I've narrowed it down. I got to now put them inside this trailer and take them somewhere and test them in a place they've never been before. This is a really big test for dogs. If you've ever had dogs, when you take them to a new place, they tend to like, Slink around like, where am I? Why'd you bring me here? We wanted a police dog to get out like it's been there before.
1: Yeah.
0: So I have five slots and I have six dogs that I like. And one of them is Ronnie. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know why. I don't know. I go, I want to give this kid a chance. And-, and I, you know, and I decide, I go, you know what? I'm going to leave that one, this one behind. And I go, I, want, I need Ronnie to come. And this, so I was there for a week. This, the story is not going to take a week, but I'm only on day two. <laughs> it's important. It's important. So I, Ronnie gets, there, I get him into the building, these other dogs that looked strong and looked Confident. competent, I take them into the building and they kind of go in one dog, like hugs the wall, which a dog will do if it doesn't feel comfortable, They'll, like go up against the wall. I go, well, that's not good. And one of them was the dog. I thought I would end up taking. And then the other, the another dog won't go oh, upstairs. Maybe
1: Ronnie was just too stupid. So
0: was- <laughs> another dog too won't go upstairs. Another dog has trouble with sounds, right? And so I go, okay, let's bring out smelly Ronnie. I hadn't had time to give him a bath yet. He did smell like poop. Oh, no. And I bring Ronnie in and he's like, just walks into the building. Like, I throw a ball. He chases it. He's like, he's too
1: stupid to be scared. I
0: go, what the heck? And I go, and each day, it got better. I finally gave him a bath and he started to look better. And oh, out of man, all man. the dogs I looked at in the end, I go, you know what? I got to take this dog. He was my very first police dog I ever trained from scratch and was the best. He was the best dog. I, his picture was on the side of my trailer. He became a big part of my company. He was a, the best dog in the, originally he was like us, you know, oh, so broken, smelt like poop and, and not very attractive, <laughs> and he is the most beautiful dog when you see him oh. if you see a picture of him, he's the most beautiful dog and talented and made but so many cana the
1: story is
0: you know sometimes it's the lesser that ends up being oh. the 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 most um helpful to god and know. he he carried on my legacy it was because of him that i probably got the next thing and the next thing and the next thing and it was he was the one he, gave him a chance. he was a disciple oh. he was an andy disciple <laughs> But it's so it's so much like this. It's like you know what he was broken. He was, uh, like you us, know? Yes. yeah, just like us, and and it was fantastic.
1: And God saw something in us. Yeah, I, I'm I'm
0: Ronnie. I was Ronnie when 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 God picked me up and carried me <laughs> uh, across the you know uh, across the room to say you know come with me. Right? He looked at me. He goes, you smell like crap, and you <laughs> look like hell. Uh, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> <laughs> and you're too stupid to know better
1: <laughs> that's, what, that's my favorite part too stupid to know better <sighs> wild yes. and reckless
0: he had a good handler too that, that helped uh the handler was another another piece of work but he ended up being a really good handler he nice very, very good uh, his name was jeff
1: great story. jeff burke
0: by the way thank you i almost only lost you a couple times
1: only <laughs> hey listen to this
0: Lisa said, "Yay, a dog story!" Yeah,
1: we've got lots of dog lovers on, <laughs> on the channel.
0: You're Jan, very lucky. Jan says,
1: "Hang in there, Hedia. As a dog lover myself, I enjoy Andy's dog stories."
0: <laughs> very good. A great story. Thank you, Lisa.
1: Thank you, Lisa.
0: A true story, by the way. I, I uh, the dog- oh,
1: nobody thinks you make up your dog. Oh, I hope stories. not.
0: But no, no the dog, that dog was amazing. I was so. I don't know. It was one of those things. There was no reason for me to take the dog that second day. There was absolutely no reason.
1: But all of God's prophets are like that, you know? Mm. Yeah. All the greatest men of God should not have been chosen. Dave, David the Shepherd out in the in the barn. Yeah. Yeah, they're just, you know, people. Gideon.
0: I think even Bob Eden, the guy who ran the facility up in Canada, like goes, you know what you're doing? <laughs> like Wait he like was quite, like yeah, like are you sure you want to take the dog? I said, yes. I don't know. There's something about this dog. I need to bring him. So it worked out. Uh, let's read the scripture, Snugs. Hebrews 10, 35 through 39.
1: So do not throw away your confidence. It will be richly rewarded. You need to persevere so that when you have done the will of God, you will receive what he has promised. For in just a little while, he who is coming will come and will not delay. And? but my righteous one will live by faith and I take no pleasure in the one who shrinks back, but we do not belong to those who shrink back and are destroyed, but to those who have faith and are saved. Ah, the constant theme, perseverance, right? That, um, God will return. He will repay, um, our service and our perseverance with rich rewards in paradise and not to shrink back. And shrink back can be not just revert back to debauchery, but shrink back is also um, fear in the face of challenges, mm. personal, societal, political. Uh, I love Pastor Jack this morning was saying, he he's already started his Christmas messages. Did you listen to him? No. <laughs> yeah, he's already on Christmas. So uh, he's doing the baby Jesus story. And he was saying that we, um, he says, it, Next year is 2024 folks. Do not be surprised. Do not be afraid. Do not be a concerned when you hear about viruses you hear, you can't get, you're not supposed to leave your house. It's too dangerous to vote. He's like, anticipate the antics. And it's, um, it reminds me of that scripture. Do not shrink back from your responsibilities. Like don't, and do not be tossed to and fro by the wind for that one is unstable and double-minded like we're not supposed to be um wavering constantly back and forth between one idea to another between faith and disbelief between Mm -hmm. confidence and fear uh but sometimes it's harder than others
0: right it's that waffling that uh can get you yeah you want to you want to waffle in your faith waffle in who god is to you yes pretend like it's like that you know in high school if you have that one friend who's a little bit weird but you you like them but your other friends make fun of you because you hang out with that person yeah and then you go you know maybe go to a party (laughs) yeah (laughs) you don't want to be that person and go you know what you know what uh jimmy i'm gonna go hang out with my friends once you stay in the car like you don't want to be that guy.
1: Oh, yeah. Bring,
0: proudly bring Jimmy. If if Jimmy is your friend,
1: yeah. Bring him. And give Jimmy a makeover. <laughs> yeah. Give him a new shirt. Fix his hair. Very few things are not fixable.
0: Right. But people can do that with their faith. They go, you know, I'm a Christian, you know, when they're when they're around all your I'm a Christian I'm a fellow Christian. And then they go out there with their atheist friends or their you know whatever and change they go, like a chameleon yeah they, they take their cross and put it in their shirt or whatever uh, you know there's this whole change that they go to yeah. uh to to please the the heathen the heathens
1: yeah
0: yeah i don't want that either uh carrie says
1: we have been told what to expect in the word and we just need to stand strong in faith amen hi carrie
0: yeah i missed jack today i was busy um i listened my son and i he had a uh, kelly had a a lacrosse tournament so we left early this morning but we listened to mark
1: i have not listened to mark yet
0: um
1: i did bob and it's a very good
0: but it was mark from wednesday which is a man message i thought Um, it was a good one for kelly it was about um we're not cleaving no this one one was
1: getting rid no this one was getting rid of codependency in your relationships
0: oh well the one we listened to was leaving and cleaving
1: Oh, that's from last week.
0: Okay. Uh, and I thought it was good. It was about, yeah. you know, leaving your family and cleaving to your wife and all that kind of stuff. It was a really yeah, good message. Yeah, really big on that. For a 17-year-old boy who has a girlfriend.
1: Yes. that was good for him to listen to.
0: Then we, then we turned and listened to the one with uh, uh, Andrew Tate and that other gentleman who's oh. a comedian, but a Christian comedian. But it was good. I know it sounds funky.
1: <laughs> yeah, I told Andy I'm not listening to Andrew Tate anymore. Uh, but I think not only got, is he anti-Semitic, but he's just crazy. The
0: Christian made some really uh, good arguments with him. I'm sure. Uh, uh, it, it was really good. I, I'll Let I'll, me at him. I'll have to find the link. and uh, I'd love and, to go and,
1: toe-to-toe with Andrew Tate.
0: And make it available to you guys. It was really good. Really, really good. Um, actually, it was Kelly that knew about it. Kelly said, hey, I want to watch this video. And he uh, brought it up oh. and thought it was really good. Uh, Lisa says
1: I've been reading first John and meditating on remembering Jesus is my first love. Very important concept. Amen. Yeah.
0: That was uh, another important message that uh, Mark had was about just, you can't have it. it, You can't have a, you know, a a family that full of love unless Jesus is the first love right uh, and then bring that to, to your kids uh, and make it an important part of your life so that they grow up with the same understanding about Jesus's love Amen. and how much we should love him uh oops i already had that one it's why it won't go away why won't it to come back so i can see it <laughs> there we go having technical problems there um what about the what else about the scripture there was something else in there gosh, sorry, persevere. So when you have done the will of God, you will receive the promise.
1: Yep. Waiting for the promises and persevering in the time it takes to persevere. And God's timing is so beyond our comprehension, beyond this dimension, even Mm -hmm. because his promises may not even take place in this lifetime. A lot of the things I was, uh, so I'm in the one year Bible and we're it's in the old Testament. We just finished Ezekiel, went on to Daniel, but the end of Ezekiel is about the new temple and Ezekiel, oh, five, six chapters on the building, the, like the exact specifications of the new temple that Ezekiel never sees. It's the new temple in the new Jerusalem when mm. Christ returns. Um, mm. I think there's differences opinion of scholars about that, but um, he never sees it. Wow. So a lot of, and I think that's part of Hebrews 11, the list of things that the prophets were promised, but didn't see, but had um, kind of like visions of it and forecasting of it enough to give them the confidence to persevere, but not, I mean, Moses didn't even see the promise then. Hmm. You know what I mean? That they w- were faithful. Right to what God had called upon for their lives, but did not actually experience it. Yikes. Yeah. Yikes is right. Because can you imagine you you just kind of a little bit freaked out about it, uh, worrying, you know, however many decades and you don't actually see it, but you don't see it until you reach the next life.
0: You just made me think about something that I really do not want to think about. Okay. <laughs> no but i mean it, oh i just i have some friends of mine that have passed um that have kids mm-hmm. you know they were either police officers or people i knew in other you know other lives uh, you know other things that i've done that that's kind of that same thing that you you give birth to these kids you uh raise them to a certain point and then and then something happens where you don't get to see how they turn out this is so not what I want to happen
1: right or what you see turning out is horrible <laughs> you don't get to see the good part yeah that's the worst <laughs> you're like you can't possibly be my child uh when I left when I left my friend's house the other day she had a prodigal uh, that is now marrying and starting a family and really, really, really turned his life around after being addicted to drugs and went to prison and couldn't hold down a job. And I, um, when I left her yesterday, I started crying just, weep, weep, we pray over each other. And I just started crying that like, uh, you have been so faithful and God has rewarded you richly. You know, and it just made me, it makes me start to cry now. And I made her cry and she's like, why are you crying? And I said, I'm like, I just am, I am enamored with what I can see God has done for you. Like you are such an example of what God does with people he loves and people who are faithful and who are, who persevere. Like, it's just, I mean, it's just so unbelievably miraculous, just like the financial, um, just not just provision bounty, like, you know, like above and beyond anything that they could have possibly expected. Mm. And then the return of the prodigal and good health and just all these things that just made me start to weep. Wow. Yeah. It just, it is, uh, yeah, we could all be so blessed. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Gives me confidence
0: for sure. Wow. Just, um, my, my thoughts have gone away to these, these friends and colleagues that I know. Another one just passed away the other day.
1: Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Old age or significant Cancer. I hear that a lot of officers got cancer because of asbestos in the buildings and they investigated that, you know that about yeah. Anaheim. Yeah. Have they investigated it and sought a lawyer? Cause there's class action suits against them. They
0: absolutely should. Um, we lost so many to the cancer. I can't, I mean, I've lost count. Yeah. It's just huge number of, of I wonder if their officers. families
1: are involved in those.
0: I, I mean, I was really lucky as a canine handler for so many years. I, I didn't have to yeah. go to the station yeah. all the time, but, um, Maybe that's, I don't know, maybe, maybe I've been spared, but yeah, a lot of people, Oh,
1: you did get cancer.
0: I did get cancer. It's true. (laughs) Um, But um, yeah, especially those that were working on the project. So they were like at the construction site a lot more often than we were, you know, um,
1: why were police officers working on this?
0: Because when you get into an office position, that's what you're in charge of. You're in charge of, you know, station uh, maintenance and you know evidence room rebuilding and uh, they moved the helicopter pad from the roof over to another location so you know there's all these different things yeah you know you get into that position where you're no longer even on the streets you're now a you know in charge of construction paper pusher <laughs> yeah some of them i was glad there's some many many men and women that i would say oh it's i'm glad you're off the streets because you're dangerous <laughs> You didn't, want to go, you didn't want to go on calls with them. They just weren't made to be police officers. Um, let's see. Carrie says.
1: A few weeks ago, Pastor Jack said, God knows everything we will face. That is to be prepared to prepare us to be victorious. Amen.
0: Yeah, Pastor Jack is pretty smart.
1: He is. He really is. <laughs>
0: uh, Lisa says.
1: Like Pastor Jack says, I'm all in to surrender to be a slave to my Lord Jesus. Mm. Yeah. Speaking of Pastor Jack, I was telling Andy this uh, afternoon. Uh, I got to spend a couple hours in the studio. We did this interview with um, Daniel Cohen, the Israeli bureau chief for Newsmax. Mm. He was on the screen, and me and Pastor Barry Stagner were commenting on just update about Hamas and, and times. And um, my participation was basically on Muslims and Persians in general, and like you so they plan a lot of uh uh pastor jack's uh interviews and stuff all back to back so he could have like seven or eight in a day and um so he tells me he says I don't know how many I have every day and I said why are you do they not want to freak you out and he's like yeah I actually specifically tell them not to tell me because if they do I would be like I I'm going home <laughs> like it would t- it would totally stress him out He's like, so they just said, okay, now next we're going to do that. And I'm like, and he's like, and I don't keep track of it. And then it's like, before you know it, then the day's over, I'm exhausted, but the day's (laughs) over. It's like, if they told me, okay, that's two down. You got 18 more to go today. (laughs) And he's like, I would leave.
0: Yeah. So he didn't know that he was on with us until.
1: I don't think so. So that's the, that's the amazing part. Right. So we sit down and he's (laughs) like, so he looks over at Dwight and he's like, what are we doing today? And I was like, Oh my God. I was like, if he and, and, and Dwight's like, well, well, this is what we're supposed to talk about. But, you know, we're going to talk about this. And I said, that's what that's what you say. But is that what he thinks, too? Because otherwise <laughs> he's going to throw me questions. I get nervous because I'm not, you know, I'm not as eloquent and articulated as, as Pastor Jack. And I'm like, oh, my God, if he throws me a question from like yeah, something, I'm not like I'm not
0: like sure. Andy does.
1: Yeah. Or like Seb did to me. So, what about those school boards? And I was like, oh, I didn't know we were talking about the school boards today. So, yeah. And he's like, no, no, no. He's like, no rabbit trails. He's like, and then in the middle of the interview, as we're recording, he's like, I think I'm going down a rabbit trail. And I was like, what is the trail? What is the rabbit trail going on?
0: But that that just speaks to, you know, just his. Ability to listen to the Lord, obviously. Yes. Um, and But this also the knowledge that he has that he can go into an interview and not prepare.
1: With with a basketball <laughs> player or a bureau chief yeah. or his colleague or like little old me. It just doesn't matter. Yeah, cool. And uh, And he actually said that specifically. He said, he goes, if I take us down a rabbit hole, we're in trouble. He's like, but if it's anointed then it's, we're going the direction God wants us to go. (laughs) That's
0: not a rabbit trail. Uh,
1: Yeah. And the rest of us have to just go along for the ride.
0: Yeah. That's pretty cool. Uh, Just real quick. I know that there's uh, people that are new. Uh, Most of you are are coming from Pastor Jack Kibbs, so you know him. But when we talk about Pastor Mark, it's Mark Driscoll from uh, Trinity Church in um, uh, Scottsdale, Arizona. Um, Some people love him. And there are some people that still have some problems with Mark Griscoll, <laughs> but uh, you know,
1: we like him. So guess what? My what? friend, my friend that I was referring to that I went, that I went to go visit this last week. I just mm-hmm. don't like to mention by name, her and her husband also love Mark. So they're thinking if they ever want to retire and leave, if the kids move away, they'll go in Arizona <laughs> to re to Pastor Mark.
0: <laughs> oh, you know, it's funny you bring that up too, because, um, oh no, you told me this. Uh my son Kelly, uh he's a lacrosse player and, and plays very well. Uh but uh, the university yeah, Christian. Uni-
1: number one evangelical the the university. Uni- Arizona
0: Christian. Oh Arizona Christian University. Um had began following his Instagram. And so it, it seems that they may be following him to see, you know,
1: yeah. see what he's gonna do.
0: And that's right next to
1: Pastor Martin Mark Driscoll. Driscoll.
0: <laughs> that's pretty cool. Iris says she loves Mark. Yes. And 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 Hetty, you even like listening to the men's messages on Wednesdays. I do. They're pretty good.
1: It's kind of like learning um weight training from dudes. Like you want to be able to keep up. Yeah. <laughs> so same with Mark's yeah. dude messages.
0: Carrie's 50-50. Depends on the message. Yeah. I think you're a little bit in that. That. I
1: am also in that category. If there's too much yelling or there's too much, how great is my church? I get bored.
0: Uh, yeah. I, I like his yelling.
1: Yeah. I know sometimes. Yeah, I, I,
0: I enjoy his yelling. But he, we love to listen to messages as we are uh, going to sleep and his yelling can keep you awake.
1: Yes. <laughs> the worst is I fall asleep and then his yelling wakes me up. Cause it's about an hour and 20 minutes. So like yeah. 45 minutes in, he is yelling. When oh, it, me up.
0: He can close with some uh, pretty the fiery yelling, the, yelling. Yeah. the
1: Closing. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, and you woke me up and now you close. <laughs> so I don't even get to hear anything else. Uh, Lisa says. So the interviews on Newsmack or the real life network, you know, actually we don't, it, I mean, it was recorded by real life. So, but we're not actually sure whether they're going to use it or not um uh really yeah that's funny yeah we were the experiment um having them combine somebody that was offsite uh with people that were in studio mm. it's the first time they were mixing the two technologies so hopefully it was good enough to to put on air but i'm not sure
0: so the, they're experimenting with what kind of programming programming they want to do. So are they just kind of spitting out some,
1: well, I think also because it was the first time for Jack to be, so we were all wearing headsets. So it's the Mm. first time for Jack to do that interview. And then for us to do a a follow on with us in the studio. Mm. So I think they just wanted to try out all of the, um, the logistics of what that looks like. Yeah.
0: Very good. Uh, Carrie says,
1: I grew up on hellfire and damnation, so I don't like the yelling. <laughs> that makes perfect sense.
0: Yeah. Lisa's in the same boat. And little hearts. Um, all right.
1: I think we covered it. I think
0: we covered it, Schnugs. Great. <laughs> you know, it's always funny when we have these long breaks, you know, because uh, we had so much. We I was in Maine for three days. Um,
1: then the kids were just one competition after another. Yeah, you
0: had cheerleading competition in Los yes. Angeles, so you spent the night at your mom's last night. Yes. Um, and I had El Dorado, not El Dorado, uh, lacrosse, uh, tournament two days in a row too. Yes. Isn't that funny? We both had two day tournaments at the same time with two Isn't different it?
1: kids. Oh, and I gotta tell a funny story of me and Zara praying in the car.
0: Oh, I can't wait. I I did just want to hear a little bit about how how your mom's doing. Everybody wants to okay, know how I your mom's doing.
1: Scary. Mom. <laughs> So we had a little misunderstanding in the car about um, food.
0: You and Zara?
1: Uh, no, my mom. Oh, you and your mom? Yes. And oh. Zara, Zara, my daughter, is extremely patient with my mom. She loves her. They have a very special relationship. So um, me and my mom start yelling over this issue about the food. And then I hang up half of its in person. so Zara doesn't understand. Zara's like, whoa, what was that all about? And so I explain it to her. It's just silly stuff. we just misunderstanding. Uh, and so I'm totally unraveled at this point. I'm tired and I go there and I was like, we park and I hold on to Zara's hand. And I was like, dear Jesus, I really, I really need this night to go. Well, (laughs) I'm like, please give me peace. Give me patience. Give me understanding. And and Zara says, and Jesus, don't let them kill each other. (laughs) it was really nice zara Amen. talking to jesus yes. yes it was really nice
0: that was really good I
1: was Like I yes don't let us kill each other
0: and he answered that prayer because your we mom's did. still alive
1: she's still alive and we actually <laughs> all got along
0: whoa
1: yes it was super nice
0: wow yeah what's a night like that when you spend the night do you guys like put on your jammies and <laughs> and then
1: so, <laughs> how does the that go story was actually hysterical okay because <laughs> i went in the closet because i forgot for pajamas yeah so i asked my mom, i was like can i have a pair of pajamas my mom has 16 pairs of pajamas all lined in plastic <laughs> so she she's like here take these and i was like mom these are santa claus and christmas trees on them and she's like yeah i know i thought they were cute i mean they were like literally little kitty pajamas Little cute Christmas tree and Santa Claus had uh, eyeglasses, sunglasses yeah. on yeah, and a scarf that was thrown around us. I don't know. They were hysterical. So I put on, I put on <laughs> I'm trying to put on the pajamas. My mom is very, very hard of hearing. She was so excited to have us sleep over. My mom's 85. She could barely walk. Um, She starts dragging a chair from the front of the house <laughs> all the way across. And I start freaking out because I'm afraid she's going to fall and break her hip or something. And so I don't even have the pajamas on yet. There's no women in the house. So I am running with the pajamas around my knees, around (laughs) my ankles, trying to stop my mom from carrying the chair. I was like, mom, 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 stop. And Zara peeks her head over to the side going, what are these two doing now?
0: (laughs) Wait, they're going to kill each other.
1: Oh my goodness. We are just completely nuts. We're like the three, as my mom says, the Bronte sisters between the three of us. We're completely crazy. So I was like, I want you to be comfortable. And I'm like, I'm not going to be comfortable if you're dragging a chair, mom. Right. It's like, okay, I'll stop. <laughs> so yeah, it was cute. We had a good time.
0: Well, Good for you guys. Yeah. Yeah, a little slumber party. Does yeah. you have a, you have a pillow party. fight or anything like that? or Zara,
1: play, I, want, spend the I, bottle? I wanted to beat her up with the pillow. She <laughs> kept kicking me and grabbing the blankets, but that was about it. Kevin, Kevin says, Hello from Garden City, Michigan. Gateway to Fenton.
0: <laughs> He's so funny.
1: That uh, is hysterical, Kevin.
0: Uh, I felt like there was another question in there somewhere, but I forgot what it was.
1: Me um, with a, Oh, no. How's your mom doing? She's good for the most part, yeah. you know. She's just it's hard. You just debilitating to grow old. Yeah. You know, she keeps telling me I'm losing my hair. What am I gonna do? And I was like, mom, you're 85. Like, you know. Yeah. What do you what do you want?
0: Is she doing Tinder or anything like that? No. No.
1: <laughs> no, thank God. Can you imagine?
0: Is there a Muslim Tinder?
1: My mom come back with a boy toy. <laughs> That's all we need now are you kidding nobody could tolerate it My the, the the spirit of my dad would come and bang somebody over the head my, the, he's everywhere in that house it's like a shrine it's like a, a little mausoleum
0: imagine <laughs> some dude coming over and seeing your dad's picture everywhere
1: everywhere <laughs> absolutely everywhere All
0: right. so she's not doing uh, match.com or anything like that no no hmm.
1: ain't that kind of party <laughs> no nope.
0: you're, not, you're not making her profile for her
1: no <laughs> Are you kidding? <laughs> There's enough mouths to feed. <laughs> Can
0: you imagine Alexa, uh, you know, serving uh, a date. Uh, you know? Oh, <laughs> sort my of, God. Uh, okay, sorry. We
1: digressed, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Stories of mom. Oh,
0: my gosh. That'd be so fun. That'd be fun for her. All right. Anything else, Snooks? I think oh we did. not Oh, we didn't ask for uh, Jan. prayer.
1: Jan's mom was dating
0: at 90.
1: What? Uh, (laughs) Jan, how did you allow that? I I swear to you, if my mom had to tell me she wanted a date, I'd lock her in the house. Like no joke. I mean, you think about it, it could make your life easier because then somebody else would, you know, be there to love on them and take care of them. But I don't know.
0: If I'm not mistaken, one of the biggest problems at, uh, not, what do they call them? Not nursery homes. What do they call them for older people? Nurs-
1: nursing, nursing, not homes. nursery. That's flowers <laughs> or little kids.
0: At nursing homes, is men and women visiting each other in their rooms, and yes. they got they, thats a big problem.
1: Why is that a problem, though?
0: I, I don't know. <laughs> well, it's a, they're not marriage drugs. This is in the Bible.
1: Oh, but we're not talking about Christians. Well, okay. <laughs> But why do they consider it a problem?
0: Because
1: sexually transmitted diseases or there's just
0: they don't want shenanigans going on. It's not a it's not Is a, it against the law? It's not a nursery brothel.
1: Is it against, or is nursing it against brothel. The rules? I loved it. He ended up passing away. She's 101 now.
0: Oh my gosh. God that's, what, that's why bless she's still that's why she's 101.
1: hundred and one. <laughs> oh my god, my mom gets so angry when I tell her she's gonna live till she's a hundred. <laughs>
0: Did I tell you what happened to me in the elevator in Maine? Yes. Oh.
1: <laughs> Andy was hit on by some sugar mommy. Not surprising. I no, you can't. Th- the you funniest can't thing
0: that- is, I v- I very much doubt that she was a sugar mommy.
1: She just she
0: did not dress like it. <laughs> I was in a Holiday Inn Express or whatever uh, you put me in. I okay. wasn't in the in the you know. Give me a, a nice hotel, a Ritz, again, a Ritz Carlton, or anything like that.
1: Okay, yeah. maybe she was a poor sugar mommy.
0: No, she she
1: like, off You Taco Bell.
0: No, yeah, she <laughs> walked in the elevator, and I I go, what floor are you on? She says three, and I reach out and push the button, and she like looks at me. and She's like up and down. sixty seventy years old, which is not that old. 60? Yeah, yeah. That's not old. That's
1: your. That's I know. Your well,
0: you know. So she looks at me, and she like I see her eyes go down. Uh huh. And then the, she comes back up. She goes, "You work out?" no! <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> and I'm in Maine. Everybody else is dressed like they're they're going out into a blizzard. And what are you in little, I a I was a t-shirt. That was a t-shirt. I was in shorts. my I was in my uh, don't get dead uh, Dan Bongino shirt. Oh,
1: with the guns hanging out. Yeah, and
0: I just came from outside, which was 25 degrees, and people are like looking at me like i was a fool.
1: And why were you doing that?
0: Because the, the restaurant that I ate at was next door.
1: Because you were doing a cryotherapy?
0: I was doing cryotherapy. <laughs> so anyway, I come walking in. Is it
1: no easier for you to tolerate? <laughs> I, I guess so,
0: because I didn't see a problem in it. And, and it goes uh, into
1: tanks that are 150 degrees below zero.
0: 100, yeah, 155 below zero. And uh, I go, yeah, I, I tried to. She goes, you look like it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the nerve. The nerve! And I I
0: froze. I I usually am not speechless, but I just went. Thank you. (laughs)
1: Uh, Yeah, I suppose it's a compliment, right?
0: Yeah, I I know. I just kind of giggled. It was really kind of funny.
1: Jimmy says, "What did he walk into?" (laughs) Jimmy, we are followers of Jesus Christ. (laughs) We love him. We try to be obedient to him. We practice holiness. But occasionally we tell silly jokes about our <laughs> Christian lives.
0: Christian dating talk. Uh, yes.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, we're not dating. No.
0: We're married. We're married. He's uh, talking
1: about some lady trying to hit on him. This old lady trying to hit on it him was in, in Maine. the elevator.
0: There's less oxygen in Maine, apparently. Uh, she was
1: temporarily blinded by Andy's big muscles. <laughs> <laughs> but no, this is the so the devotional. How is it described? It's the real life. Blessings and challenges of walking with Jesus. One of yes. the challenges.
0: Brilliant. Oh, I like that. Did you just write that?
1: Uh, no, that's what the Shane and those guys wrote for us. Oh, did they? It's on our little tagline.
0: Oh, I like that. Yeah. Well, we've got to give it to those guys. Shane. The
1: market, the marketing team. Lisa says, oops. It says, story time uh, with Sorry, Teddy and Andy is the best. They're a cute couple. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Lisa. Thanks, Lisa.
0: Oh, you just said, oh, ah. oh, no, ah, that's
1: different than oh,
0: Yeah, ah's is uh, better, right? Then ah, oh. yes, ah becomes before oh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's what a lot of the comments that people watch the Bastard Jack's video, what our interview of him was like, hey, you guys are a cute couple
0: <laughs> like we're 10,
1: like we're 10. <laughs> We're both kind of goofy, new Christians, no filter.
0: You know, I was telling somebody the other day about Pastor Bob. Now, Pastor Bob, to all of you that are new as another pastor, that's the church we uh, go with with our kids, uh, Calvary East Anaheim. I uh, discovered one more thing that uh, Pastor Bob and I have in common. We are both born in La Mirada. We are both retired police officers. Yes. And his wife is taller than he is.
1: Yes, she is. (laughs) He's a, he's like a fine framed young, uh, gentleman.
0: Yeah,
1: small framed. Yeah, he's so like half the size of you.
0: We belong there. Yeah, for sure. All right. Anything else, Snooks? That's it. We I got, think we should
1: uh, land this plane. You
0: sure you don't have another no, mom story? Mom no didn't one. do anything else spectacular. No. What about the Alexa? Her her no no nothing.
1: Her real time Alexa.
0: We can still end in prayer there. Yes, we can. I think think we need prayer for for us.
1: My brother and sister in Christ goes to your church. Oh, cute. Oh, that's great. That's nice. You mean, okay, so we, we technically have broken every rule of church going in America, but we have permission of both our pastors. We have our pastor, Pastor Jack Hibbs, and then we have Pastor Bob where we go with the kids, as Andy described. So, are you referring to Pastor Bobby Stanaheim, or Are you referring to Pastor Jack Calvary Chapel? We'll <laughs> get
0: to know. We will pray, and then we'll look for his answer when we get done. Okay. All right.
1: Dear Lord, thank you um, for the cross. Uh, thank you for the sacrifices that Your only begotten Son has made on our behalf. Uh, it's a price that we can never repay. It's a gift that we did not earn or deserve, um, but yet You have chosen us to receive it. And um, we've done nothing to earn it. (sighs) Such a wonderful gift. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for the blood. Thank you for making us believers. And to all those who do not yet know you that may be hearing this, Lord, may you draw them close to you. As I tell everybody um, that I witness to that doesn't know you, um, don't take my word for it. Ask God himself. You are living. You are real. You are relational. You speak. Um, so speak to their hearts, Lord, and draw them close to you. We wish, um, we pray that all of our family members and all of our loved ones and our community um, will know you and will come to saving faith in you. We ask for good health, Lord. We ask for provision without measure. We ask for faith in our children. Um, we ask for faith in our country, um, good leaders with wisdom. And um, this next year, Lord, we ask for your for your prayers and your blessing. It's all, uh we ask for everything all the things um that we sit at your feet and at your throne lord we ask them in the precious name of your son jesus christ amen amen anaheim anaheim yeah. nice all right love you guys we'll thank you for hanging don't... in with us we would have to know his name to say
0: hello. we'll just ask people are you related to are you related? jimmy's brother and sister in christ <laughs> all right my friends we love you guys
1: take care Uh god bless it's
0: got a btw coming you can keep typing we'll see it we love you guys god bless bye bye oops and
1: outro